Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in in what part of the country? Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. You guessed it. You just turned on the Bible Talk program. That's right. Following uh, Run to Win, Daryl Wood. My goodness, what a wonderful program uh, he has. Touching on some issues that are just vital for us to talk about today. It seems as if the world is going crazy. (laughs) But let us take a deep breath and realize that... uh, All of these things were prophesied to take place. We're not in the tribulation yet, but Jesus, in uh, Matthew 24, Mark 13, uh, in these places, he tells us things are not going to get better, they're going to get worse. Uh, So we need to continue to uh, deal wisely in this world and not get wrapped up in all the foolishness, and racism is one of them. My goodness gracious, how could you be a racist in an intelligent society like we have today? Uh, and uh, goodness gracious, how could you? And then people are making big deals about little things. I mean, put on a mask, for heaven's sakes. If it's going to save your life, put it on. I, I just don't get it. But that's not my area. That's the area for Daryl Wood, so I'm going to leave that for him. He does such an excellent job. I'm going to stay in my lane, which is a biblical lane. That's what I want to talk about. But as always, I take callers. Uh, now, when I take callers, call in with your questions, all right? That's what I will deal with is your biblical questions. Uh, now, I, understand this. I love debate. I just I adore it. I have no problem with debating. I'm an apologist. I like to defend the faith. But on the radio, all we've got is an hour. Okay, So I can't have a debate with you on the air. I can answer your questions. If you want to debate me, then put some time into it. Okay, Give a call to area code 313-933-9270. That's area code 313 313- Nine three three nine two seven zero. Just call. Uh, uh, leave uh, if you can't get someone. Someone should be there during our daytime hours between ten and uh, uh, two o'clock. Leave your number and they'll call and schedule you for an appointment. You can come and talk to me about anything you want to in the Bible. I'll be glad to debate you then. We can have a debate time if you want to have that with your radio host, Pastor Emmy Moss. If you call that number, area code three one three nine three three nine two seven zero. But uh, typically here on the radio, all I can do is take questions, and I want as many of them as I can get. 
Uh, also, as I uh, take your questions and here deal with teaching the Word of God, our Monday night Bible study in the book of Romans. Let's go to Angela in Royal Oak. Hello, Angie. How you doing? Oh, hi, Pastor. How you doing? Just great. Just great. What's on your mind? Well, I just have a... Well, I just saw the story. Uh, I guess they arrested the people in New York who um, defaced the Black Lives Mirror. It turned out to be two black women. I guess one of them made a statement saying that the Black Lives Matter group is evil and demonic. You think, that, you think the Black Lives movement is like a hate? I mean, it's like evil, that's like satanic? I mean, what do you think about the whole message? I mean, the whole group, you think it's like well, evil or something? Well, let me ask you something. Uh, is there anything that the Black Lives Matter group does that you're objectionable to yourself? Well, I do believe that Black Lives Matter, you know, but there was the two women who defaced the two black women so like Black Lives Matter don't care about when black people kill other black people. I guess that's, that's how they feel. But uh, I know, but I'm asking you, what, know, do, what do you think? What do you think? Because black people are shooting black people. <laughs> yeah. So what do you think about that? Well, I just feel like Another two women who created Black Lives, one of them like a, is gay or she, she's like anti-Christian. I don't like that part of the group, you know. It's feel like they're trying to take black people away from Jesus, you know. The whole Black Lives Matter is like the message is getting all scrambled up here, you know. Well, but, well you kind of answered it yourself. Yeah, there's some problems mm-hmm. with, uh, I think, with the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, I have no trouble with people standing mm-hmm. up. I'm black myself. So I have no trouble mm-hmm. with, uh, you know, uh, coming against discrimination. But we've got to realize there are some black hate groups around, okay, even before Black Lives Matter, if we can categorize that as that. Uh, Louis Farrakhan, okay, hate for years, okay. Uh, Louis Farrakhan, a racist, okay, says white people are the devil. They're only partially human. Nobody talks about it much, but, yeah. So uh, so definitely uh, there's some things about uh, Black Lives Matter that can be contended, uh, uh, that might be commendable. Some of it is not. Okay, and it's obvious. All I got to do is watch the uh, television to see. There should be no attacking of, uh, of police officers, hitting them, shooting them on sight, things that are happening. should not be uh, tearing down of statutes that, uh, you know, don't belong to you. If you yeah. want them removed, then let's have a vote and let's do it in a civil way. Nobody should be uh, showing up doing things like that. Uh, so, uh, no, you answered your own question, really. You know yourself by watching what's going on uh, that some groups are not as, you know, appropriate as they should be. So, anything else on your mind? Well, yeah, one more thing. I don't know you heard about the Nick Cannon story. I guess he got fired for making some comments about the Jewish community. So, um, he said that the the, the real people, the, the real Jewish people are, are black Jews. So mm-hmm. how come how black Jews different from the white Jews? And you, and you, do you agree with his statement? <laughs> Nick, Nick Cannon, well, do you agree with what he said well, about? Uh, well, you have to ask him because that uh, that's strange. The only uh, uh, Jews, true Jews, are the black Jews. Uh, there's nothing mm-hmm. in the Bible that substantiates that. Okay, in fact, that's going to tie into my uh, uh, lesson today. In other words, the one thing you get clear in the Bible. Uh, if you get anything else, the one thing I can say categorically that there is nothing about your skin color that matters to God. Absolutely not. If you're there, you're way behind the base because that's not what he's concerned about. Okay, God's not concerned whether you're mm-hmm. black or white and nothing like that. That's not on his mind. So uh, <laughs> but my lesson will cover some of that stuff, Angie. Angie so you just hang in as I continue to talk okay. here in Romans chapter 10. OK. Well, one more thing. Can you listen to what Nick Cannon has to say? Can you do some research and maybe you can talk about it more? Sure, sure will. Thank you. Uh, I'll take that as an advisory note. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Let's go to Michael in Detroit. Hello, Michael. Hey, Pastor Moss. How you doing? Real good. How you doing? 
I'm doing good. I'm glad to hear you on the radio because I haven't heard you in a while. Um, I've been listening to pre-recording messages about you, but you are always an inspiration, and I, that's what I like about you. Well, thank you. Um, my question is, is a scripture um, I can't get it out of my head. Um, in First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 5, where it says that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. Uh-huh. That's right. I want to know what that scripture means. Well, it's a powerful scripture over in First Corinthians chapter 2. And one way to help interpret scripture, uh, uh, Michael, is always to put it in context. Uh, now, what happens is there's some verses that just by themselves say a whole lot. But in this case, probably context helps a lot. First Corinthians chapter two, verse one, where it says, uh, "I, brethren, when I and I, brethren, this is Paul writing. When I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God." So he's telling us he wasn't trying to put on a show or show that he was smart by his speech or this kind of thing, using big words people don't understand. Paul said he wasn't into that. Verse 2, For I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. See, that was his message. Okay, And that kind of tells us something, that preachers of the gospel, even though they should be involved in world events and should be involved in social change, the key thing that ministers of the gospel are supposed to be doing is preaching the Bible. I'm just sorry, that, that's really it. Don't neglect right. social issues, but they've got to be preaching uh, Jesus Christ and him crucified. Uh, some of these pastors uh, who are saying they're pastors, you never know. You think they're social activists because they never say anything about Jesus Christ in the Bible. Verse 3, right. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and much trembling, and my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and power that you that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. In other words, he's saying that his preaching is from God, and he's preaching the word of God, and the most important message of that is the message of salvation. Okay. All right? Well, thank you, Pastor Moss. I really appreciate that. Well, thank you, and call again, Mike. I appreciate There's a little echo there going on, but you know this technology, it can only be so good. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. Now, understand, the Bible says what it says very clearly. <clears throat> now, you can believe whatever you want. Okay, It's not my job to try to persuade or convince you. Not, that's not what I'm about. I do defend the faith, but if a person wants to believe something, they can believe anything they want. Uh, however, uh, the Bible says what it says, and uh, definitely uh, it's hard to get around some of the plain teachings and truths of the Bible. We're in Romans, and in Romans, Paul is very clear as, uh, also. So look at these passages. If you have any questions about them, call. And uh, also, just as our two callers called earlier, if you have any inquiry or question at all about the Word of God, that's welcome here. It sure is. This is the Bible Talk program. And so anything that you're talking about that is biblical, unfair game, put it on the table. Now understand, this is for questions, not for debates. If you want to debate me, you got to put some time behind it. That's right, call. Area code 313-933-9270. Area code 313-933-9270. I'm glad to, to meet with you. You bring your Bible, I'll bring mine. We'll go to town. We'll have a good time. That's all you got to do is set it up. Here in Romans chapter 10. Romans 10, as we look through the book of Romans, is very insightful. Okay, Look at what Paul says in this chapter. Okay, going to say a lot of things. 
uh, hitting into some areas that may, may be uncomfortable for some. Here in Romans 10 and 1, Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. Okay? So definitely, here, he's, he's, he, the focus is on Israel. He says that in this first verse, right? But then he says in verse 2, For I bear them record that they have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. Verse 3, For they being ignorant of God's righteousness, and going about to establish their own righteousness, have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. Okay? Then he says this. Okay? Here's what he says that some people don't necessarily like. Verse 4, For Christ is the end. Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone who believes. That's what he says. Not the beginning, but Christ is the end of the law to, to, uh, to everyone that believes. Okay? So basically what he's saying, once you come to Jesus Christ, you're not under the Old Testament law. You're under New Testament law. You're not under the law of Moses, but you are under the law of Christ. That, that's exactly what he's saying there. Now, it's not like this is something new. Paul puts more emphasis on it than many others do uh, because if we look over in uh, the Gospel of John, okay, in the Gospel of John, we see it as well, okay, right here. Okay. John chapter 1, verse 16, And of his fullness, John writes, Have all we received and grace for grace. Then verse 17, very key, For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. See the contrast. Law was given by Moses. But grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. You need to realize that. What does that mean? Oh, get your Bibles out. Let's start letting Scripture interpret Scripture for us. Go, if you will, to Hebrews, okay? And see what uh, uh, Hebrews has to say over uh, uh, in uh, the New Testament, Hebrews, okay? And chapter 1, okay? Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1, which says this. Listen to this. God, who at different times, that's what sundry times means, and in divers' manners, spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets. Look at this. Look at it. Verse 2, hath in these last days, now he spoke to us be, be, uh, uh, in Sunday times before by the prophets, right? Uh, Jeremiah, Isaiah, uh, Zechariah, Hosea, all the prophets. But here in Hebrews 1 and 2 it says, hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son." whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds. So in the past, he spoke to us through the prophets. In the last days, he spoke through the Son. Well, Pastor Moss, are you saying that we just throw the prophets out? Absolutely not. Okay? Everything that Jesus wants us to know about the Old Testament and the prophets, he talks about it in the New Testament. Okay? And many things that are in prophetic revelation in the Old Testament, we find them repeated in Jesus' statements and also in the book of Revelation. So we need to understand that. But it's very clear here okay, to the discerning mind what Paul is talking about. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air of Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss, going to take a break, and we'll be right back. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare contracts, and in the process started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, 
You give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. Sound crazy? The crazy thing is, this never ends. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare contract, you'll pay nothing. Were you lied to when buying a timeshare and want out? Get the facts about timeshare cancellation. Call Wesley now for your free information kit. 800-605-5757. 800-605-5757. If you're thinking about replacing your windows, I want you to think about plastic. That's right, plastic. Most windows are made out of vinyl, which is just a fancy word for plastic. You know, the same thing they make those flimsy, cheap outdoor chairs from. Plastic. The same thing you put your sandwich in or they make water bottles from. Plastic. Even expensive composite windows are really just plastic made with wood. Plastic window frames will expand and contract and expand and contract and eventually warp in Michigan's nasty weather blender. Here's a better idea. Call Performance Remodeling for heavy-duty fiberglass windows that won't warp, won't bend, and won't lose their shape. They look fantastic and come with real lifetime guarantees. We can do that because they're made from fiberglass, not plastic. Call Performance Remodeling today at 586-540-6000 or online at windowsroofingsiding.com and replace all the windows in your house for as little as $2 a day. $2 a day. That's 586-540-6000 or online at windowsroofingsiding.com. Is there a story in you today? Have you felt the tug of God on your heart to write those words in a book? Join us now at ChristianAuthors.com to find out how we can help you heed your call to publish. They're the largest, most experienced Christian self-publisher in the world. Thousands of people just like you, from pastors to professors, stay-at-home parents to entrepreneurs, tell their stories. Ready to learn more? Visit ChristianAuthors.com for your free guide to Christian publishing today and reach the world with your testimony. ChristianAuthors.com Hello, friends. This is Daryl Wood, host of Run to Win. I've got some exciting news in addition to listening to us on Faith Talk FM 92.7 and AM 1500. You can now stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap Choose News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Amy Moss. Of course, any question you have about the Word of God, any legitimate question is welcome. All you've got to do is call that number. If it's on topic or off topic, doesn't matter, because if we're talking about the Word of God, it's always on. That's right. Let's get it on. Give us a call at area code 866-423-9578. We're in Romans chapter 10, our Monday night Bible study where we're going through the book of Romans. Um, You can ask a question about anything I'm teaching here or something else related to the Bible if you like. In Romans 10 and 4, it says, For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness uh, to everyone that believes. Now, that doesn't mean you're lawless because every single Christian is under the law of Christ. And note... In Matthew chapter 5, 6, and 7, Jesus takes uh, the Mosaic law and kind of reworks it spiritually for us. Oh, yeah, you're talking about hard. What he presented was a much more difficult than Moses. <laughs> and the only way we can think about carrying it out 
is because we're new creatures in Christ, born again, 2 Corinthians 5, 17. All right? Verse 5 says, though, in Romans 10 and 5, For Moses describes the righteousness which is of the law, that the man which doeth these things shall live by them. Okay? Verse 6, But the righteousness which is of faith speaks on this wise, Say not in thine heart, Who shall ascend unto heaven? That is to bring Christ down from above. Or who shall descend into the deep? That is to bring up Christ again from the dead. But what saith it? Check this out now. But what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thine heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. Okay. Notice now, this proves that Paul's gospel was the same as everybody else's. Some were saying that Paul uh, taught a different gospel. No, he didn't. He wouldn't have said which we preach. He's including himself with the rest of the apostles. No difference at all. Verse 9, that if thou shalt confess, now here's what he says. Uh, This is the doorway to salvation, right? That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. All right, watch this now. Verse 10, for with the heart, Man believes unto righteousness. That would be any man okay, or any woman. For with the heart, man believes unto righteousness. And with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Then verse 11. For the scripture says, okay, only black Hebrew Israelites, I'm sorry, no, it don't, it don't say that. It doesn't. It says in, Hebrew, in Romans 10 and 11, it says this. For the scripture says, Whosoever believes on him shall not be ashamed. Okay? So everyone can believe in Jesus Christ. Everyone can be accepted into the kingdom of God. That's literally what it says. Okay? Okay? Verse 11 again. Romans 10, 11. For the scripture says, Whosoever believes on him shall not be ashamed. Then verse 12. Oh, what? Is this verse 12? Look at what it says. Romans 10, 12. For there is no difference. That's what the Bible says. I don't care what other folks say. They can say what they like. It's up to me. Follow it if you like. It's your business. But Romans 10 and 12. For the scripture says, Whosoever believes on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference. Get that. No difference between the Jew and the Greek. There is no. In Greek, by the way, is a term that also just stands for Gentiles. It says, There is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. Look at that. I didn't write that. That's in the Bible. It's clear what it says. Unless you want to ignore it, which you have to do. That's what often happens when people come up with their own interpretation. They ignore what they see in front of their face and they go somewhere else. But this is clear, okay? And, uh, I mean, it can't be clearer than this, right? Where, once again, notice, for the Scripture says, this is verse 11, whosoever believes on him, this is Romans 10, 11, believeth on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference, this is what Paul wrote, between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. Then it couldn't be any more clear than this. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That's what it says. Whosoever, doesn't matter who it is, 
black, white, red, yellow. There is no racism, no color line, nothing when it comes down to the gospel, just not. And for that to be teached today and not challenged is amazing. Wow. Clear in the text of Scripture. Clear. Uh, And the only way to be denied is to go somewhere and not interpret what this says. Once again, verse 13, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. If you've got a question on your mind on this uh, time on Monday, our Bible study Monday, you can call with a question. It can be on topic or off topic. Topic, It's okay. Uh, it's okay because I've got my Bible right here in front of me. And so, therefore, we can deal with your Bible, your Bible question, your theological question, your question about apologetics, anything you have on your mind, and I'll get right back to where I am. It's no problem at all. won't bother me at all for you to call at area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. So, here is what we see in Romans chapter 10. As we go on, verse 14, How then shall they call upon him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? Now, notice it says preacher. A preacher is not necessarily a pastor, even though all pastors are preachers. But you can be a person who's a street preacher, okay, and never even go into a church to pastor, okay? Preachers are those who expound the Word of God. Uh, And uh, preachers can be male or female, okay? Now, we don't see a place in the Bible where women can be pastors, all right? But clearly, a preacher, yes. Anyone knowing the gospel can preach the gospel, all right? Uh, Evangelists are basically preachers, and evangelists can be male or female. The only uh, uh, role-specific kind of uh, uh, pattern that we see in terms of um, uh, ministry in the Bible, the pastoral ministry, is one that seems to be closed to females just as the priesthood was closed to females in the Old Testament. Okay, So those things seem to be pretty clear. But uh, definitely we need to uh, bring home this point clearly, that men and women can both uh, be called to ministries of various kinds, all right? So definitely it's not like uh, men are the ones uh, that are doing all the work here. Uh, Definitely it's clear that uh, women uh, also uh, can be in ministry. They can be evangelists. Um, uh, They can teach the scriptures. Pastor, the pastoral role, is the one that seems to be uh, male-specific. Why do I say that? Well, first of all, it's hard to get around uh, another letter written by Paul over in First uh, uh, Timothy chapter three, where here it says in First uh, Timothy three and one, this is a true saying: If a man desire the office of a bishop, he desires a good work. Okay, uh, a bishop then must be blameless, the husband of one wife. Okay, that's kind of clear right there: husband of one wife, vigilant, sober, of good behavior, given to hospitality, apt to teach not giving to wine or striker nor greedy of filthy liquor. Uh, that means money here. I used to think when I was young it meant liquor, but it doesn't. But, but patient, not a brawler, not covetous. One, uh, one that rules well his own house, having his children in subjection with all gravity. For if a man know not how to rule his own house, how shall he take care of the church of God? Okay? So pretty clear here that uh, that office is reserved for 
males, the pastoral office, just as in the Old Testament, uh, the priesthood was a male office also. Even though we have people like Deborah, who could be a judge of Israel, we had Huldah, who could be a prophetess. So we need to be clear, the Bible is consistent in its teachings about these things. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Any question you have about the Bible, about the Word of God, you can call. You'll be able to get in. And Marcus is there. He's just got a, a, a good time. He's just re- relaxing. If you, if you guys don't call, he, I, I don't want, I'm, I'm going to start a crusade. Let us, let us work uh, Marcus. We're going to say, work, Marcus, work, work, Marcus, work. Let's work him like a dog. In order to do that, you guys have to call. And Marcus, now tell the folks, aren't you ready to take their calls? You have chosen poorly. <laughs> he said he had nerve enough to tell you guys, you have chosen poorly. No, you've chosen correctly. Pick up that phone. Call area code 866 he's so quick, 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Amy Moss. What else you want, Marcus? I'm through with you. What else you want? No, I'm sorry, Marcus. There will be no freedom for you. I wish I had two hours. I wish I had three hours. I'd like to work you like a dog. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> but we can't. But you guys can call. He's ready. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Give us a call as we're reading through Romans, our, our Monday evening Bible study. Uh, uh, but... I'm always ready for any question you have about the Word of God. All you've got to do is call right now. You can change the subject, anything you want, as long as we're talking about the Bible, apologetics, uh, church history, systematic theology, anything. If it's biblical, you can call that number once again, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Now, Paul continues. And as he continues, I mean, he breaks it all down. He doesn't leave uh, much uh, left up in the air at all. Very clear. Uh, Here in Romans 10, verse 15, How shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, How beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace, and the gospel of peace, and bring glad tidings of good things. Right? Verse 16, But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah says, Lord, who hath believed our report? That's in Isaiah 53 and 1. Verse 17, so then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Verse 18, this is Romans 10, 18. But I say, have they not heard? Yes, verily, their sound went into all the earth, and their words unto the end of the world. Then verse 19, but I say, did not Israel know first? Did not Israel know? First, Moses says, I will provoke you to jealousy to them that are no people, and by a foolish nation will I anger you. Basically, what uh, 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 the Bible is saying there, and what Paul is saying, is that Israel is going to be provoked to jealousy by others who are not Jews accepting the faith. 
That's what he talked about already. We saw in Romans chapter 10, where whosoever calls on his name uh, and believes will be saved. Verse 20, but Isaiah is very bold and saith, I was found of them that sought me not. I was made manifest unto them that asked not after me. But to Israel, he says, all day long have I stretched forth my hands unto a disobedient and gainsaying people. Understand that, okay? When Jesus came, okay, his people, not all of them, because the early church was started by Jews. It was. But the nation as a whole rejected him, okay? They rejected him, hung him on the cross, one of the most cruelest crucifixion uh, instruments that you could find, okay? So that's what they did. They rejected him, necessitating Jesus rising from the dead and promising to come back, Matthew 23, to come back for them. And when they come, when he comes back, uh, they will accept him the second time. We'll be looking at that as we go through. Because definitely the Jews as a nation, that's right, will embrace their Messiah. But uh, they did not accept him when uh, he came, which opened the door, as we can see, for the church, a wide open door for the church and the Gentiles. That's what is talked about here in Romans chapter 11. Romans chapter 11, verse 1. I say then, hath God cast away his people? Okay, It's talking about the Jews. Has God, in other words, Paul is answering the question, has God cast away the Jews? Since they rejected him when he came the first time and ignored over 300 biblical prophecies that prophesied his coming, has God, you know, uh, rejected them? Okay. he gives the answer to that, and it's an it's a interesting answer and a good answer. Romans 11.1 1 says, Then hath God cast away his people? God forbid. For I also am an Israelite of the seed of Abraham and of the tribe of Benjamin. He said, No, God has not cast away uh, the Jews. If not, he said, I wouldn't be on board. Verse 2, God hath not cast away his people, which he foreknew. Uh, know you not what the scripture says of Elias? how he makes intercession to God against Israel, saying, verse 3, Lord, they have killed thy prophets and dig down thy altars, and I am left alone, and they seek my life. But what saith the answer of God unto him? I have reserved to myself 7,000 men who have not bowed the knee to the image of Baal. Verse 5, even so, then, at this present time, there also is a remnant according to the election of grace. And if by grace, this is verse 6, and if by grace, then it is no more of works. Otherwise, grace is no more grace. But if it be of works, then it is no more grace. Otherwise, work is no more work. In other words, he's telling you, Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins because you could not fulfill the law of, of, Jesus, of, of God. Okay? So Jesus had to die for you. And now you're saved by grace and you're under the law of Christ and More than that, you're a new creature in Christ. Wow. Verse 7. What then? Israel hath not obtained that which he seeks for, but the election hath obtained it. And the rest were blinded. The election means that even though the Jews as a nation, now get this, as a nation rejected him, still there were Jews that embraced him. That's right. Because the early church was started by by Jews. And then, of course, preached to the Gentiles. Verse 8. According as it is written, God hath given them the spirit of slumber, that they should not see, uh, and ears, that they should not hear unto this day. Then verse 9, And David saith, Let their table be made a snare, and a trap, and a stumbling block, and a recompense unto them. 
Let their eyes be darkened, that they may not see, and bow down their back always. Wow. So we see then that when the Jews rejected uh, uh, Christ, it was a very serious thing. All right? Very serious thing. Um, they rejected him, uh, but Jesus is still going to restore him. Why? He has to restore the Jews, okay? Because God himself said he would. That's what the Abraham covenant is about. In Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 to 3, where God promised Abraham land, seed, and a blessing forever. Okay? That's what they're going to get. All right? What else? How did the Gentiles fit in? Well, going to take a break. We'll be right back. In small business, competition can be brutal. Over 90% of your potential customers read online reviews before buying. If your company's online reputation doesn't reflect how your customers feel about your business, then your competitor is getting the sale. If you're going to win the battle, you have to manage your company's online reputation. Reviews911.net wants to offer you a free trial of our online reviews management platform that you can have up and running in about five minutes. You'll learn how to replace bad reviews with good ones and how current reviews can make you show up at the top of local search results. Improve your customer's brand experience and get more reviews on the sites that matter most, like Google, Yelp, Facebook, and all the rest, so that new customers will find you first. Win the Small Business Slugfest when you text WIN to 411411. Reviews911.net. Text the word WIN to 411411 to get your free trial today. Text WIN to 411411. Text WIN to 411411. Now is the time to register for an all-inclusive 10-day trip to Israel with WLQVFM 92.7 and AM 1500 Faith Talk Detroit. Expand your global perspective on the Stand with Israel tour December 2nd to 11th with nationally syndicated media host Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Visit faithtalkdetroit.com today to sign up for the Stand with Israel tour where history, culture, and faith will converge before your eyes. We'll take you behind the scenes to explore the places you've read and heard about. Pray at the ancient Western Wall, sail the Sea of Galilee, float on the unique Dead Sea, and much more. The land, its amazing cuisine, and its diverse people are a spectacle to behold, and you can live it all firsthand. Best of all, you'll be with Faith Talk Detroit's syndicated media host, Dr. Sebastian Gorka, special guest Mike Lindell, like-minded supporters of Israel, and listeners of WLQV. Secure your spot today for the Stand with Israel tour. Visit faithtalkdetroit.com, search keyword Israel. That's faithtalkdetroit.com, keyword Israel. And they lived happily ever after. Ever wonder if they did? That's why Family Life Today wants to give you their Take Your Marriage from Good to Great bundle with online marriage videos, audio sessions, and downloads of an ebook, a couple quiz, and a questionnaire. You'll also be entered to win Dinner for Two with Family Life Today's Dave and Ann Wilson and attend a live taping of the program. Log on to faithtalkdetroit.com, search keyword marriage. Enter today at faithtalkdetroit.com. Hello, friends. This is Evangelist Anita Campbell, host of Bible Talk. I've got some exciting news now. In addition to listening to us on 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap the News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com.
That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. And if you are a black Hebrew Israelite, you might want to put your Bible down right now. Because I didn't I didn't plan it this way. But uh, the next verses that we deal with are going to be dealing with that. If you are a Christian listening to this program, these are scriptures that you can use to help defend the faith. Now remember, you can't make anybody believe anything. But definitely you can plant some seeds. Seeds that I would say uh, could uh, could plant what we call cognitive dissonance, where if a person is really thinking, there's some things here that don't seem to jive with what I heard, and so I got to do something with my brain to put them together. Notice here, Romans the eleventh chapter, okay, and verse eleven. Forget it. Romans eleven and eleven. Paul writes under the title here in my Bible, Israel's future salvation. He says, "Say then, have the." Have they stumbled? Talking about the Jews. Have they stumbled that they should fall? In other words, when they rejected Jesus Christ, the Jews as a nation stumbled. I mean, their Messiah, their king came into the world and they rejected him. Wow. It doesn't get any worse than that. Okay? They fell. But what happens is, based on the Abrahamic covenant, okay, Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 to 3, right? Land, seed, and a blessing, their promise, they're going to get it. Okay? Going to get it. So nothing stops the, uh, you know, the plan of God. And this is what he has uh, prophesied and planned. But then again, but notice still, verse 11, Say then, have they stumbled that they should fall? God forbid. But rather through their fall, salvation has come to the Gentiles. Uh-oh. It says, through their fall, salvation has come to the Gentiles. So that lets us know right here, uh, point number one, that the Gentiles are a part of God's plan, just like the Jews are a part of God's plan. It's right here in the Bible. That's it. Okay? If it means something else, you can tell me. It says, through their fall, salvation is coming to the Gentiles, for to provoke them to jealousy. Then verse 12, now if the fall of them be the riches of the world, and the diminishing of them the riches of the Gentiles, how much more their fullness? Notice this. Then look at what Paul says. Verse 13. For I speak to you Gentiles. (laughs) Now Paul is speaking to the Gentiles. The Gentiles. He says, and and these are verses that just ignore if you're of certain persuasions, let us say. Here it says in Romans 11, all right, and verse 13. Listen to this. For I speak to you Gentiles. That's Paul writing, a Jew. For I speak to you Gentiles inasmuch as I am the apostle of the Gentiles, I magnify my office. Okay? Even though he was a general apostle, he admitted that the mission God gave him was to preach to the Gentiles in general. Okay? To people who were not Jewish and include them in the plan of God. <laughs> that's, that's, that's exactly what it says. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. So what happens, you show this to someone, and they'll ignore it and won't interpret it, go to another passage. But that one, I mean, literally, right? Look at it again, verse 13, Romans eleven thirteen. For I speak unto you Gentiles, inasmuch as I am the apostle of the Gentiles, I magnify my office. If by means I may provoke to emulation them that are my flesh, and might save some of them. Yeah, he's talking about Jews again here. But then he says this. For if the casting away of them be the reconciling of the world. 
Okay, the Jews rejected him, but still it's going to result in the reconciling, not just of the Jews, but of the world. What shall the receiving of them be but life from the dead? For if the first fruits be holy, the lump is also holy. And if the root be holy, so are the branches. And if some of the branches be broken off, okay, now that's talking about the Jews. They were broken off because they rejected Jesus Christ when he came. And thou being a wild olive tree, that's the Gentiles, were grafted among them, and with them partakers of the root and fatness of the olive tree. Okay, So he's showing how they, how the, uh, how the Jews uh, uh, fell away, but it opens up a door for the Gentiles to be what? Grafted in among them. With their part, uh, partakers of the root and fatness of the olive tree. He says, boast not against the branches, but if thou boast, thou bearest not the root, but the root thee. So he goes into this, but notice the emphasis on the Jews, but also on the Gentiles, right? How together they're part of God's salvation and redemptive plan. It is so clear. It is so obvious, okay? Only a person who don't want to see it won't see it. It's right there in the text. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air of Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, breaking down... Uh, Romans chapter 11, having Bible study like no, nobody's business with you. You can call with questions that you have because I can deal with your questions and get right back on uh, point. Okay, uh, So we're going to go to the phone lines, talk to Gary, see what's on his mind. Hello, Gary. Uh, yes, Pastor Moss. Mm-hmm. Uh, my questions are about the, the day of Pentecost in the second chapter of Acts. Uh-huh. Can I read that? No, just give me your question. Okay, the question is, in this, it's got a listing of people on the day of Pentecost, mm-hmm. but it says all these were Jews, so I don't see where one is a Gentile. Uh, do you agree with that? So it says that they were, uh, were all Jews there on the day of Pentecost? Yes. Yeah, well, basically, I would say to you that uh, could have been the case, and those Jews that came there had, were coming from Gentile nations, too, which is what's interesting. Right, they came from Gentile nations. So the nations. question is that Peter was preaching to those Jews on the day of Pentecost, mm-hmm. and then later Peter went to Cornelius' house. Right, was and he's Cornelius a, the first Gentile that came into the, the church. Uh, well, not necessarily in terms of the first, because we have the Ethiopian eunuch also who came into the church in Acts chapter eight, and he was a Gentile, but he was a Jewish proselyte, you could say, but he was of Ethiopian descent. All right, so I got two questions for you, my, my friend. Good to talk to you. Okay. Uh, uh, questions put right on the table. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Let's go to Jacqueline in Detroit. Hello, Jacqueline. Hi. Um, Pastor Moss, I have a question for you. I wanted to know, you know, like in Genesis, the creation of woman. Mm-hmm. And can you hear me? Yes, I sure can. Oh, okay, okay. Um, when God created woman from the rib um, of Adam, he did not... Um, breathe into her for her to have uh, uh, the spirit of soul. And I was wondering, you know, how he gave breath to Adam and he gave and he became a living soul. Um, why? I mean, um, how do we understand that, you know, that the breath that he gave Adam um, and but he did not give it to Eve? Well, I would say this, you know, just because of the fact that it doesn't record it doesn't mean it didn't happen. In other words, uh, if you look at, uh, uh, in, in, the, in the chapter actually, right over in Genesis chapter 2, yes. we talk about Adam, and the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground 
and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. And then uh, uh, you go through all of it, right? Adam's in there. He's alone. He, he needs some help. Right. God let him stumble around. <laughs> then in verse 18, And the Lord said, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make a helpmeet for him. And out of the ground the Lord formed uh, 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 everything, you know, for him. Then, and it right. talks about that there. Then 23, uh, verse 23, And Adam said, uh, well, let's get into where it talks about the woman. Which well, he says, say, bone of my bone is flesh of my flesh. Mm-hmm. And the Lord but caused he never it. says yeah. about souls. Now, okay, let me read that you know, in verse 21. You had a good question. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof. And the rib which the Lord God had taken from man made he a woman and brought her unto the man. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. All right? So right. what happens is uh, just because it wasn't mentioned that uh, about him giving you know, Eve a soul and spirit doesn't mean that he didn't. didn't. In order to be a human being, all human beings have a body, soul, and spirit. Now, in yes. some cases, the birth narratives that, that you see afterwards, women just beget children. It doesn't say that the spirit goes into them either. It doesn't have to. Because after uh, uh, Adam and Eve, it's a part of the human makeup anyway, to have body, soul, and spirit. That is how man so, is well, described. Well, here's where I'm going with this. Okay. You know, by not mentioning that the woman, God created the woman from the rib of Adam in Ecclesiastes. Okay, hold on, hold know. on. How, I want you to stay on the air. We, stay, stay on the air. We're going to come right back to you. Okay. Just, good question. Got to take a break. We'll be right back. This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com. Some prominent liberals are starting to push back against cancel culture. Leading the way is J.K. Rowling, author of the fabulously successful Harry Potter novels. On Twitter, Rowling had expressed her support for a woman who was fired for nothing more than claiming that men and women are fundamentally different. The Twitter mob was shocked. I wasn't. This accomplished author has a more nuanced political philosophy than many of her readers. The uber-villain Voldemort was clearly a stand-in for fascism. But we also had an arch-villain Grindelwald, an obvious stand-in for Marx and his minions. Rowling has always known that there is a threat to human dignity from both the authoritarian right and the authoritarian left. She has an almost miraculous ability to read a cultural moment, and I think she's reading what the rest of us are. The writing is on the wall for cancel culture. I'm Jerry Boyer. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. The team at MyPillow is grateful for you. So grateful they have an amazing offer. Buy one, get one on their incredible sheet sets. Mike Lindell has come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. He finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. Mike guarantees they will be the most comfortable sheets you've ever owned. The first night you sleep on a Giza Dream Sheet, you may never want to sleep on anything else. The Giza Dream Sheets are available in a variety of colors, and like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. For a limited time, you can buy one, get one free. Call 800-919-5912. That's 800-919-5912. Or go to MyPillow.com, but make sure to use the promo code RUNTOWIN at checkout. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. 
In the 2016 race for president, Donald Trump was not the first choice for many Christian voters. His personal history made it unimaginable that he would defend Christian values as president, or so we thought. In his new book, For God and Country, The Christian Case for Trump, Dr. Ralph Reed shows that President Trump has kept his promises and been the most effective presidential defender of religious liberty and the pro-life cause since Reagan. It's required reading in 2020. For God and Country, the new book by Ralph Reed, available wherever books are sold. Hello, friends. This is Pastor Emery Moss, host of Bible Talk. I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap the News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. All right, that number to call, area code 866-423-9578. We're on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss and Jacqueline. Jacqueline's got a hot topic on the table, uh, concerned with the uh, the issue of the female soul. And you were saying, uh, what, what was your conclusion as a result of it? No, well, I was just, I, you know, I I was reading the Bible, mm-hmm. and then I noticed. I said, well, it doesn't say that God breathed a soul, you know, into her, even though He created her, mm-hmm. still, you know, for the soul. And um, but I was looking also that um, when he created the animals, you know, it doesn't really mention it. But then I was reading in Ecclesiastes 3:19, where um, it says that the animals has the that there's a human spirit um, and the spirit of animals. Okay. Now here's the thing. Now it does say that in the, and there is an animal soul. Not like humans. It's not a human soul. It's an animal soul that is there. But remember, when God created the animals, you didn't hear any mention of a soul going into them either. But you know that they did have animalistic souls by what you read in Ecclesiastes. Now, Jacqueline, what I want you to realize is the same thing happens to women. Even though it didn't mention it in uh, in Genesis 3, uh, over in Genesis chapter 35, it sure says this. It says, And it came to pass uh, when she was in hard labor, and it's talking about Rachel, that the midwife said unto her, Fear not, thou shalt have this son also. And it came to pass, as her soul was in departing, for she died, that she called his name Benami, and that being called Benjamin. So right then it tells her that she had a soul. So evidently, just as animals, you don't find out until Ecclesiastes, you see it there. In another place, too, uh, notice over in Luke chapter 1, verse 46, where Mary says, And Mary said, My soul doth magnify the Lord. And my spirit hath also rejoiced in God my Savior. For her to say that, she had to have a soul that came uh, into her when she was uh, uh, born uh, 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 by God. So it says it right there. So just because it doesn't say it in Genesis, God's just saving time. (laughs) He catches up with it when you look at it. Well, you know, I was more or less looking at, you know, comparing the woman to how, well, you know, we have a soul and a spirit. And I'm, I'm more or less looking at the spirit part where in the Ecclesiastics, where it says that the um, 
you know, that we don't know where the animal spirit, we don't know where our, if our spirit goes up or the animal spirit oh, goes down. What does that down. mean? That is the question you've got to say. We don't know. And that's one we're right. going to say. That is a great question for tomorrow. What does it mean? Now, here's the thing. I'm going to tell you this key. Unless you understand the first two chapters of Ecclesiastes, you cannot understand the book. The book is a right. waste for you to read. Unless you can understand and know the theme, the theme of the book of Ecclesiastes is spelled out in the first two chapters. People who ask the question that you ask, no harm meant, but they don't know what the theme is. They don't understand Ecclesiastes chapter 1 and 2. Now, what I'm going to do, Jacqueline, I love your call. It came in at the right time. If you will call tomorrow, see if you can find the answer. I'm going to read, I'm going to study it tonight. Read Ecclesiastes, (laughs) read Ecclesiastes 1. Read Ecclesiastes 2 and be able to tell me what the theme of that book is. All right? Okay. All right. I want to thank her. What a question. Okay. What a wonderful okay. question. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. I can't tell you to call because the time is out. What I can tell you to do, though, is to donate to keep this radio show going. Send those donations to P.O. Box 05879. That's P.O. Box 05879, Detroit, Michigan. 48205 and make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries if you please. That's what keeps this program going. We appreciate it very, very much. want to thank Marcus for the fine job he does, sparking up this program with a lot of, of, of music. Just got to keep an eye on him, you know. He's a crafty fella, but we can't get rid of him because he's just so doggone talented. That's all there is to it. Uh, the rest of you, remember that number, write it down. Area code 866-423-9578 so you can be a first caller next time. Good to be with you. Remember, Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries, this is Pastor Emery Moss saying God bless you, and we will see you next time. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.